The purpose of this show is solely to provide information for you to make your own decisions on the subjects that are presented. Welcome to the Ben Armstrong Show, folks. The globalists are at war with God. Of course they really are. And you will ultimately have to choose a side, if you haven't already, some people. Some people already have chosen a side, but if there's people that think, well, I don't want to choose a side between the globalists and God, well, you're going to have to. You always have to choose a side when it comes to God at some point in time, whether you want to or not. The very fact that someone told you about what Jesus did on the cross makes you have to make a choice. When you hear that information, you're making a choice. You're accepting it or rejecting it. Whether you want to or not, it doesn't matter. It's happening. You can't stop it from happening. So everyone does. But ultimately, you have whatever your lifespan is to make that choice. And the problem here is, guess what? Most people will choose wrong. And the more evil the globalists get, the more they put people in fear, the more people will choose the globalists over God. A lot of them will just do it simply out of fear. It doesn't matter. They'll still choose them. They choose slavery over freedom. It's truly amazing. Uh, but it's what you will see because when push comes to shove, if they threaten your income, they threaten your job, and they want you to reject the things of the Bible. And if you do, you can have an income. You can have your job. If you condemn those wacko Christians and their beliefs in a wacko God, and they're, they'll be happy with you if you do, a lot of people will, under that pressure, choose what the globalists are saying, because what they're what and the reason why God allows that to happen is, is because what those people don't understand is is they already have chosen a god and it's money the globalists know your god is money in that situation if you're one of those people and they're making you choose money over your pretending to really actually serve god they like, oh you verbally say you serve god really okay we'll make you have to choose between actually choosing god and taking a stand for what is right and wrong biblically and what Jesus says or reject what Jesus says, but you get to keep your job. We're going to put your financial situation, money in front of you and see which one you choose. And most will choose money over God, showing that money is truly what they worship. That it's a, that that's hard. People don't want to wrestle with that, but it is. But anyways, the globalists are at war with God. So they will make you choose this at some point in time. Now, it's going to be ultimately during the tribulation period, whenever that is, where a lot of people will go through this, but many people won't live to see the tribulation period, I believe. I believe there's going to be uh, war and other things that happen in which lots of people get wiped out before the tribulation even begins. And people are going to mistake that for the tribulation. Like, if America were to get attacked and blown up, people would act like, well, there it is. That must have been the Great Tribulation. A nuclear war is the Great Tribulation. 
folks, you're not going to be guessing whether you're in the Great Tribulation or not. You're going to know. And it's going to be supernatural stuff, too, going on. Besides evil man stuff, it's going to be stuff that God is bringing wrath down. Besides what man can do. It won't be, if you're saying, are we in the tribulation? No, you're not. The very fact that you're asking that question already tells you you're not. Because if you were, you wouldn't be asking that question. You'll know. Oh, you'll know. It will be that bad. It's not going to be something where you don't know. But here's the thing. There's going to be bad stuff before then, and people are going to say that. That must have been the tribulation. Look how bad that was. Uh, That was worse than anything we've ever seen. No. That's just the tremors of the tribulation. That's just the lead up. The worst you've ever seen will be the lead up to the tribulation. And yet people will say, well, I can't make a decision for God. I can't get right with God right now. I don't know. I'd rather just wait and see. A, I got to see if I can survive and enter the tribulation. And then I'm going to have to go through all of the tribulation without God. And then maybe at the end, I'll choose God. That, that, that's not very bright. The attitude isn't bright, and there's no guarantee you're even going to ever have that ability to make that choice. But ultimately, you're already making those choices. Folks, it's a dangerous time. The wars that you are seeing are not the tribulation. And the buildup that's happening in Israel is not the tribulation. And it could explode into a massive World War III. It very well could. And it won't be the tribulation. But it will be something that should be making alarm bells go off, that you're getting so close that God is warning you. The signs are all around you that we're near the end times. Christians everywhere are saying it. I I know Christians have said it for a long time, but I have never seen Christians coming from so many different angles, reading the Bible, people who don't even agree on on end time stuff, and yet they're still coming to the same conclusion that they all think we're like right there. I've never seen that before. Not, not, Not like this. There is a heightened awareness in the Christian community that we are close. What does that mean? I don't know. I don't know. We just had an eclipse, and it's a unique thing where there's eclipses that go across, and there's actually three in a seven-year period. It started in 2017. It'll end in 2024, actually, the spring of 2024, but we just had one in the fall, and, and it creates this X mark, and there's all sorts of stuff on that and the meaning of that, and because it's over America, and this is something in the seven-year period that you won't see for like another... Th- 300 years or something crazy. So it's something very rare for these to take place and how they create this X across America. And is it a warning? And is that eclipse that just happened a warning that we're in the period of time between maybe Christ returning and America being destroyed? And that last eclipse marking, that's the end of that period of time. That would be a six-month period of time that we have just entered into, just so you know, if you wonder how long is that period. It would be all the way to April. Now, I'm not telling you that any that nothing could happen. I don't know. That's the problem. We're not God. We're supposed to be looking at the signs. Here's the thing. Christians are never going to know 
You can't find a Christian that can give you 100%, because the Bible already, already tells you no man knows the day or hour, so nobody can say for sure. Somebody could be saying it on the day, but they're just guessing. It's just accidental if they got it right. If they got it right, it wasn't that they knew. It would just be accidental that they got it right, because no man actually really knows. So nobody really knows. No one's going to ever going to be able to tell you. And if they say that they know, they're lying. Even if they got it right, they didn't know. They were just guessing. It's just educated guesses. But what, what the Bible does indicate is, is that we will know when it's near. It does say that we will know that. And I think we do know. We will know the season. We know it's near. And I think Christians are saying it's near. The problem is, is no Christian can tell you what the length of time of that is. I want to give you, though, some of Alex Newman. Uh, who is obviously with the New American and is wonderful. If you if you've never watched any of his shows on the New American, uh, you should check them out. But anyways, Alex Newman gives great wisdom on the Truth Is Freedom podcast, and this is fantastic wisdom. I uh, uh, I think you'll really enjoy it. So I wanted to give it to you because, well, anyways, I was going to say more, but. Just take a listen. So I've been following the, the globalists for a long time, and you're exactly right. If Christians would read their Bible, none of this would be surprising. <laughs> and I say it so often. Yeah. Like The reason you're surprised is because you haven't been in the Word mm -hmm. as much as you should be, because the Bible describes reality. The Bible describes the nature of the conflict that we find ourselves in, and the Bible tells us what's coming and where this is all going. So we should not be surprised when we see the devil roaming about, seeking whom he may devour, deceiving people, murdering killing, stealing, yeah. lying, and destroying. Uh, we should not be surprised to see his minions waging war on God's people. I, I mean, none of these things are new. I, I, I often go back to, you know, 3,000 years ago, King David in Psalm 2 talks about the kings of the earth and the rulers conspiring against the Lord and his anointed one. So that was 3,000 years ago. And even back then, kings and rulers were conspiring against God. Some translations say, uh, take counsel together against the Lord. Yeah. So this is not a new phenomenon that we have God-haters running around waging war on God's people and ultimately trying to wage war on God. And now it should be becoming more clear to everybody. For a long time, I think, especially in America, it was easy to hide from it. But at this point, they're coming out of the closet. They, they are telling us that they want to build a one-world government, a one-world economic system, even a one-world religion. Yeah. And they're building it in front of our eyes. And yet so many Christians don't know, they're not paying attention, and they're not reading their Bibles. Well, Alex, don't, don't you think, you know, one of the biggest obstacles to their goal of becoming a one-world government one world control, one world economy, uh, is America itself? There's no question. Now, uh, for, for several decades now, they have harnessed, maybe longer, maybe even a few generations now, they have harnessed America's economic, military, and political might for the purpose of rearranging the world such that it would be easier to move us into this direction. But America is, always has been, and will remain, at least for the foreseeable future, a giant obstacle to this agenda. That's right. America is blindly, and has been, being used for the globalist agenda. But at the same time, it's not ever going to be with the globalist because of its founding, because of its constitutional founding. You have to get rid of the Constitution, and because the Constitution is really based in biblical principles, as Alex Newman will explain in a little bit, if I can get to all of what I want to get to, um, 
you really basically have to get rid of America, use it for its wealth, and then get rid of it. That's why I always say, if you read Revelation 18, you will see a nation that is being used by the globalists at the same time that nation is hated by those very same globalists. They use it, they're together, this one nation is riding the other nations, it, they, it, the one thinks it's partnership, but they're secretly wanting to make it barren and desolate and burn it up with fire. I wonder what nation that could be. And this nation that they're going to burn up with fire is the economic hub of the world. And it's a Christian nation. And some people say, what do you mean it's a Christian nation? Does it say that? Yes, it says the voice of the bride and the bridegroom when it's destroyed. When it's destroyed, it says this. And the voice of the bride and the bridegroom will no longer be heard in you. Meaning that the voice of the bride and the bridegroom wasn't just heard in it at some point in time. It was heard in it all the way up into its destruction. And it took its destruction. And as soon as its destruction happened, now the voice of the, the bride and the bridegroom will never be heard in it ever again. So it will be an actively Christian nation, yet it's going along with the world to its own destruction. All right. So that mystery nation is in Revelation 18. The setup of the globalist wanting to destroy it is Revelation 17. There can be things in there that are complex that I, I won't even attempt to explain. I'm just throwing that out there for you to look up. I have tried to explain these things and you, you couldn't, I don't get the resistance I used to get. Uh, you couldn't believe the resistance I used to get, but now people can actually see, wow, America does fit all those things. It's just people refuse to believe that America could be, America's, America's the best nation in the world. There's no, nothing evil in America. Most Christians were the ones that had that attitude. So <laughs> uh, now that God, and it was totally God using Donald Trump, God used Donald Trump to reveal how corrupt America is to his children. It's really to the Christians. I think the other people, they knew. People in Washington knew how corrupt Washington, D.C. is. I think the people who are Christian that were going to church, living their own lives, and then casting their vote, disconnected. They knew that people were living in sin and stuff, but they disconnected from really political and what their government really was doing. And... Since they disconnected, they just gave them the benefit of the doubt. Well, I just want to live a good, godly life. I'm sure they're just doing just, and they make mistakes. And now you found out, thanks to Donald Trump, oh, no, 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 no. They're not just living their life, just making mistakes. They are actively working on the side of evil against you. And they hate you. You, the Christian in America, they hate. And they're trying to replace you. America's going to get destroyed, probably. Um, but it would, it would collapse, but they think they can replace you by bringing in the rest of the world with open borders and replacing you. And that will fundamentally change America and they can get rid of the constitution because none of these people coming in have any reverence for the constitution. They don't care. That's part of their plan of bringing everybody in. Just so you know, it's not going to work the way they think it is, but that's where they are. Let me get back to Alex Newman. Because if you look at the nature of the global system they're trying to build, let me go back to Genesis chapter 11, and you, you see the first time they tried to build a global government, it's clearly in opposition to what God has proclaimed. God told those people back in Genesis 11, spread out, go yep. out across the whole face of the earth. And they said, nah, no, we're just going to hang out here. We're just going to build this tower. Uh, and so God ultimately forced the issue. Yeah. Well, the globalists of today 
they also reject God. And so what they're doing right now, it's it's more and more coming out in the open, but when you look at the nature of what they're trying to build, it is in opposition to the Word of God on every single point, every time. That alone should tell Christians all that they need to know about this project. And when you take that vision that they have, right? God tells us to be fruitful and multiply. They say babies are bad. You should stop having babies. They Killing say, Mother Earth, right? Right, right. So you should abort your kids, and, and you're going to save the climate by having less. I mean, baloney, right? God yeah. said to be fruitful and multiply. And on every, that was the first command, and on every command after that, what you'll see is this global system they're trying to build is in direct contradiction to what God teaches. Yep. God says, thou shalt not steal. Well, they said, well, you know, maybe God didn't know that resources would be inequitably distributed, so we need to now steal everything from everyone, and then we will allocate them properly. Uh, yeah. So that's the kind of thing we're doing. God says, don't murder. They say, well, hey, abortion is good, and it's, it's um, you know, on every issue, every time, they come down on the wrong side. And America stands as this kind of immovable object because it was founded on principles that were biblical. Now, mm -hmm. I, I'm not going to say every founding father of the United States was a Bible-believing right. Christian, and I know that to be a fact. Yeah. Sure, there was probably some deists, and there may have even been some, some people involved in the occult, whatever. But the yeah. principles that were enshrined in our founding documents come straight from the Bible. Mm -hmm. And you can prove that. You can demonstrate that. You look at, for example, the very first Americans, the very first people who arrived here in 1607. First thing they did when they got off that ship at Cape Henry before they even settled Jamestown, they put up a big cross and they they went in prayer with the, under the leadership of their chaplain, Reverend Robert Hunt, and they praised God for getting them here. And they asked him, help us to raise up godly generations after us. Help us to reach the people within these shores with the gospel of Jesus Christ and help us to take the kingdom of God to every corner of the globe from these shores. And God was faithful. God uh, uh, helped with that. And America became this nation that took the Bible and the gospel and the truth to every corner of the world. And that's continuing today. You're a, a living example. You're all over the world world, taking the Bible, taking the word, taking the gospel. And yes, this, this is huge. America fulfilled that the gospel shall be preached throughout the earth and the founding pilgrims, that was actually their prayer that they could be used in that way, obviously, and their descendants to get the gospel taken throughout every corner of the world. What's interesting is is Revelation 14 deals with this. And you can go check this out at Revelation 14, chapter 6. I mean, not chapter 6, verse 6. Chapter is 14. Revelation, chapter 14. Go to verse 6. There are like three paragraphs, and this is a timing event. It's just sitting in, just in the middle of chapter 14. It's just there. And I used to read it and see it over and over, and I never understood it for years and years and years, and finally God just opened my eyes. It's so simple what, what this is. This is a timing event, and God's just showing you in Revelation 14, chapter 6, three angels fly by. The first one, I'll just generalize it because it's a paragraph. Each one has a paragraph written about it. The first one just says, basically, that the gospel will be preached throughout the whole earth. That's what it declares. The second angel flies by and says, fallen, fallen is Babylon. Now, there's nothing, this is not about Babylon falling or anything in this verse, but it just, it, that's what it says. Then the third one says, do not take the mark of the beast, basically, and warns that you'll be condemned if you take the mark of the beast, the mark of the beast system. But I never realized, well, that's just simply a timing issue. It's, it's telling you. When the gospel is preached throughout the whole earth, then you're going to see this fallen, fallen Babylon thing is going to occur. And then the mark of the beast system is going to come about. And that is your timeline in Revelation in that little area. Bam, bam, bam. 
And so my question to you is, has the gospel been preached throughout the entire earth? Did America fulfill that? It's also interesting. I think it's indicating somebody fulfills it. And then it says this Babylon is destroyed. Look how they're connected. I think it's indicating whoever fulfills the gospel being preached throughout the earth is also this fallen fallen. You can also make that connection. So anyway, so you have this, the gospel would be preached throughout the earth. America fulfilled that. No one, no one in history would ever argue that that's not the case. Even secular people would say, yeah, America spread the gospel throughout the whole earth. Then fallen, fallen is this Babylon. Then you're in the tribulation period of the mark of the beast. So the mark of the beast is halfway through the tribulation period. This also indicates to you that this falling happens before the middle of the tribulation. We know that. Therefore, it has to happen in the first half. But when you read about the falling of this thing, it's in the back of Revelation, and everyone gets confused and thinks, well, this is like the last thing to happen. No. This is telling you that this event is going to happen sometime at the very beginning, either during the tribulation at the beginning, which is possible because there's a big window here. But I say it's more likely because of Revelation 17 indicates that the globalists are trying to form their one world government and they need to get rid of this thing, this nation, in order to form their one world government. So how could we be in the first three and a half years of the tribulation if the one world government isn't even fully formed? It's almost there. But it has this one thing it has to do. It's got to get rid of this nation. So that indicates to me that this event happens according to the Bible, not according to me, but you could disagree. And if you say, well, you're wrong, then go to the Bible and say, see, Ben, it doesn't say what you're saying. And you'll have to point out that I'm totally wrong and the Bible says something the opposite of what I'm saying. But if you go look for yourself, you'll see that it says exactly what I'm saying. And if I am right, then you, I think we're living in that window. And if we're living in that window, maybe that's why I have my hair on fire telling you guys, get right with God. Folks, I have to get right with God no matter what, because uh, my cancer situation is not good. I'm almost out of time. I don't have time to fully explain it. I'll just let you know. It's spreading. I'm terminal. There's not really anything left for anyone to do for me. And it's just a waiting game. It would just be a miracle. I'm on the path to death. No matter what happens. So for me, I'm seeing God pretty soon anyways. I don't know how long pretty soon is. I'm hoping that I can outlast America, and I'm hoping that the rapture were to occur because God pulls his children out. That'd be great for me. Either way, I have to get right with God. I suggest you do too. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father except through him. I love you guys. Why else would I have told you that? See ya! peeps like and subscribe to my father's channel bye Ow. <laughs> hey guys does it ever feel like you're not getting the full story from the media <laughs> well of course you're not but does it feel like there are dark and sinister forces driving national events and global events oh yeah and you might even want to go behind the deep state well 
That's the show we have for you, Behind the Deep State. It's hosted by Alex Newman. You really have to check it out. Great in-depth stuff about what's going on with the Deep State. Go to thenewamerican.com and check out Behind the Deep State. 